Hi, and welcome to Best Practices Chats. In this podcast, I will have chats with middle school band directors from around South Carolina about best practices from their teaching that they are willing to share with you. My name is Mike Dahl, and I will be the host of these chats. If you have any questions about the information shared, if you need some clarification about something we discussed, or if you want to continue the discussion, simply email the director from this episode. I'm sure they will be willing to help. We hope you enjoy today's chat. Well, we're getting ready to wrap up the uh, middle school director track here at the Charleston Southern um, Summer Music Camp 2018. And I've got with me the three young directors that we had this year at the camp. And I think that uh, they're going to introduce themselves a little bit to you so you know who they are and where they came from and what their uh, background is. So, uh, DeAndre, why don't you start? Um, hi, I'm DeAndre Preston. Um, I just finished up my first year at uh, Whittemore Park Middle School in uh, Horry County. Um, it's a school of about 800, a little over 800 students. Um, it's a Title I school. Um, the previous band director had been there for, for some time, for about 12 years. Um, so the program was pretty steady. Um, the have a pretty high population of uh, special ed um, students. Um, I'm originally from Orangeburg, South Carolina. Um, I started my started band back in middle school um, with a young director at the time at Robert E. Howard Middle School. Um, he was there for two years, um, and then he went to another job, and I got a new band director um, for my eighth grade year. Um, then I moved to the high school where I had uh, Tim Hinton as my band director at Orangeburg Wilkinson. Um, I did marching band, concert band, all the other stuff. I uh, did region band, even made it to Allstate. Um, and I had Mr. Hinton for two years, and I got a new band director, Mike McLean. Um, and uh, I enjoyed my time there. Then I went to Coastal Carolina University, where I majored in music. and. Um, I had uh, Jim Tully was the director of bands um, up until my last year. Um, then we had uh, Ro Barcenas um, and um, I graduated there and went back and got my master's um, through the MAT program there. Um, and um, all the time I was doing percussion, all, I never left there. From middle school all the way through college, I was a percussionist, um, and that's pretty much it. Okay, great. Sylvester? Um, Sylvester Rod. Um, I have been teaching for two years. I was at Goose Creek Primary both years and spent part of the time at Nexton Elementary. Um, Nexton is a slightly more affluent school, and there are um, just like, I guess, 54% free and reduced and Goose Creek is uh, 78% free and reduced, so uh, definitely it's a Title I school. I graduated from CSU, Charleston Southern University, in 2016. I was started out at Charleston Academy, played trumpet. My band director was Virginia Streets, and then two years later we had Elizabeth Burnham. Um, both of those were um, clarinet players. Um, and they taught us, uh, we, had, we were a K through 12 school. I went to School of the Arts, actually got accepted for creative writing, but I was in there, I was 
in the band there uh, in concert band with Basil Kerr and then came to Charleston Southern where I studied under um, Gretchen Bowles, uh, Kate Jenkins, and Justin Clarkson. Um, I play euphonium um, as my primary instrument now, but I did start out on trumpet. And then my band directors at college were um, Marshall Forrester and Nicholas Holland. Okay. All right, Marion. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Marion Middleton. Um, I just recently graduated from Winthrop. Um, I've had about six months worth of teaching at Fairfield Middle School. Um, Fairfield is about, it's a Title I school. Um, it's free or reduced lunch, about 100%. Um, let's see, my music education, uh, let's see. I started at, Brand I went to Branchville High School. Um, it's a K through 12 school. Um, I've had many band directors come through the school. Um, my first band director was Elizabeth Bertaldo. Um, she taught there when I was there for about two years. And then we got another band director. I'm not sure. I don't remember what his name was. But then we got another band director the next, the following year. His name was John Rood. And so, you know, originally I, I didn't want to teach music. But when I went to college, um, I took a music appreciation class, fell in love with it. And I decided, you know, I'm going to go to college and major in music education. Um, I work with Dr. Bushman, Dr. Crochet, Dr. Presley, and Mr. Wells, you know, conducted the symphonic band for about a year. Almost a great time, so, yeah. And your instrument? My primary instrument is clarinet, but I also play trumpet as well. So uh, these gentlemen were here for the middle school director track, which we started about four years ago. Um, Dr. Holland and Dr. Forrester approached me and asked if uh, I thought that that would be something that people would want to be a part of, but also would I be willing to sort of uh, brainstorm on it and try to figure out whether or not it would be a feasible thing to do. And so basically we have um, the summer music camp running right now at, here at the school. And we have three middle school bands this year. We have a band that's basically students with one year of experience another band with basically two years of experience, another band with three years of experience. And we have some experienced directors that are sort of the head directors of each of those groups. And then each one of these guys got to come in and, and be a director in one of those three bands as well and got to teach a piece and, and um, take it from the beginning till the concert, which is going to happen here in just a few hours. And then uh, they also um, had a chance to go uh, observe not only their their primary teacher but also the other four directors so they got to see each other direct and and lead uh, them got to hear the other experienced directors do do their thing and um, so they've got a lot of experience with the, the directing and, and observation part and I think picked up a lot of neat tips and tricks and nuggets that we're going to talk about in just a minute and then uh, also um, while the students were in electives or free time we would uh, spend our time um, calling people on the phone or FaceTiming other directors that maybe didn't live in the area that we could call and, and share with. And then we also uh, had other local directors come in and, and speak on certain topics, whether it was on teaching brass or whether it was uh, starting a jazz program at your school or teaching rhythm, whatever those topics might have been. been that these guys said, these are areas that I really feel like I'd love to have more information on, I'd love to brush up on. 
And uh, so we tried to, to, um, to find people that could either talk to us in person or live, or on the phone, excuse me, uh, that could uh, address some of these things. So it's been a, uh, a week where we basically put a middle school band fire hose up to their mouth and turned it on for uh, all week. And, and, uh, but I think the really neat thing has just been the camaraderie that they've developed amongst themselves and with the other teachers. Um, so there's seven middle school banners here, and we've pretty much 12 hours a day done middle school band. Um, we walk walk into lunch, and we're talking about the rehearsal that we just had, or we're talking about that thing that you said in rehearsal that helped those kids finally get it. You know, tell me more about that, or hey, that session that we just had about rhythm was really cool. You know, what what's your experience teaching that? So, just a lot of neat interactions and uh, networking. By the time these guys leave here, they'll have either met in person or on talked to on the phone over twenty middle school band directors and. In South Carolina, and we talked to a, to at least one in Texas this year, and so it's been uh, a full week. I think these guys are going to be pretty exhausted, and probably need about a week to just sort of digest all the things that we've done. I got this big thick notebook that uh, one and a half inch binder with probably three hundred pages of stuff in it that they can uh, go back and peruse at their own uh, pace. And so we're going to just uh, ask them some questions now that that uh, we think might help you guys to understand a little bit more about what we did, but also uh, if you're thinking about coming to this camp in the future, might give you some, some in, insight into what we did and what this camp's all about. So um, maybe you guys just uh, can address this question about what were your expectations that you had coming into the camp, and maybe when you address it, just say, you know, this is Sylvester, just so they know who, who's saying what. Okay, so expectations. Anybody want to take that one? Uh, this is Marion. Uh, my expectations when coming into this camp was mainly just to get some connections. Um, before coming to this camp, I felt pretty isolated from other band directors. You know, I, I knew a couple of band directors, but I really felt as though I wasn't part of the network. So that was my main goal was just to meet a bunch of different people, you know, get them to share their ideas and maybe help me to become a better teacher. Okay. Anyone else? Um, from DeAndre's standpoint, um, one of my expectations, um, I guess I expect this to be just another kind of um, professional development conference kind of thing. Um, I knew that I was going to be getting a lot of information, um, but I didn't have any clue of the volume of just how much I really got. Um, and so... Um, I had some pretty high expectations, um, but definitely not as as high as what I actually got. Okay. Uh, this is Sylvester. Um, I really was expecting to gain experience um, just getting in front of groups. That's really what I was looking for. And then counsel and advice um, on ways to improve. I, I expected to be nervous um, because they're just, there's so little of that in school. But I, I hoped to gain confidence, and I felt like I did. And I expected my rehearsal skills to improve, and you know, Christian and I talked about it, and I feel like they have. So uh, just to give you guys a little more information, that we had, this year the experienced directors that were here um, were uh, myself, Mike Dahl, and I teach down in the Low Country um, at Palmetto Christian Academy, and we also had Alicia Crutchlow, who is the band director at um, 
Florence Chapel in uh, Spartanburg School District 5, and uh, she was teaching the uh, older of the three bands. And then uh, Andre North, who's the band director at Hanahan Middle School, was the director of the, the kind of the seventh grade type group. And then uh, Christian Scott, who just finished up uh, nine years at Tanglewood Middle School in Greenville and is now going to be at Hillcrest Middle School in Greenville, uh, directed our younger band. And like I said, each one of these guys was paired up with one of those directors um, kind of as their um, you know, old director, young director uh, pairing. But we tried to make it really clear to the kids in the band that, that both of these people were directors. Um, and so they really got a chance to, to develop camaraderie with the kids and, and get the respect from the kids that, that um, you know, comes with being a director as opposed to a student teacher or whatever. Um, how about, um, you know, what, what was one of the things maybe that you were kind of hoping to gain or like what, so you, you kind of addressed that a little bit, some of you did. Is there anything else you want to add? Just like, you know, what did you think you were going to get from this experience, um, you know, when you came? Um, I definitely hope to gain a plan. Um, uh, looking forward to next year, you know, getting my ducks in a row, reviewing what uh, didn't go right, what I could have done better, um, and going coming into this uh, this uh, camp, I was like, you know, I'm gonna get a lot of information. I'm gonna be able to talk to other band directors. So I just want to make sure that um, I'm on the right track and preparing for my next year so that my second year can be 10 times better as my first year. Um, Sylvester speaking. Um, I, I really was looking to gain rehearsal strategies and I, you know, I teach at an elementary school. We don't have an elementary band yet, but um, I really felt like what I learned and then the confidence that I gained is transferable to my my classes that I, my music classes that I teach and then the chorus that I teach and um, that was really beneficial for me. What about um, what what was it that made you guys decide to come? I mean this this was put out to any directors that I could get this in front of and uh, you know there were a lot of people that were on vacation or just didn't come for one reason or another. Maybe they were apprehensive about coming or maybe they were scared or maybe they didn't know what to expect and. I mean, you know, this camp was free. I mean, basically, you, you, you got a, a week of free professional development. The only thing you had to do was find a place to sleep at night. You got 16 gourmet meals in the cafeteria. <laughs> and uh, then, you, you know, and, and you just got to have a lot of access to, to kids and directors uh, and the networking. But, you know, what was it or back whenever you decided to come, you know, that, that made you um, decide, I'm going to give this a try, you know? Uh, Marion here. Well, at first, I didn't have any intentions on coming. Um, I remember getting an email, you know, I think during May, and I was thinking, you know, this seems pretty nice. It's free, but my main fear was, you know, being criticized, and am I going to be good enough? You know, are the kids going to be judging me? Are the directors going to be judging me? But then there was another party that said, that said, you know, you may never get another chance like this again. And this is, you know, you might have this opportunity to like really grow as a conductor and a teacher. So, you know, I took a leap of faith and I'm really glad that I did because I can honestly say that I've grown a lot and I feel a lot more confident on the podium. Turns out like even though you're nervous once you hear the kids play, it's just natural. You know what to say and how to fix the problems. 
And the kids were very receptive to everything, and actually they were very encouraging. So with all that, I'm, I'm really glad I came. Awesome. Um, from DeAndre's standpoint over here, um, the biggest thing was that it, it was free. Um, free is always good. And then um, I'm thinking, because uh, one of the things that I taught with my administration back at school was that, um, you know, I, there were opportunities for me to go and talk to other experienced directors within the county, and I appreciate that, and it was it was so great to be able to do that. Um, but I was just telling them I just could get enough of it because there were still so many things. Um, like you said, we got a ton of information this week, and there's still things that we could even you know bring in more. We'll scratch to... the tip of the iceberg. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, the get an opportunity to really be immersed in this for an entire week is amazing. Um, this is Sylvester. I, since I attended CSU, I've been a part of this camp really for eight years in some form or fashion, either as a staff member or um, just coming on my own time to observe, you know, and see all the conductors and ensembles. And I came one one year and saw um, that that year they had David Santiago and Glenn Funderburg working with middle school and with the directors, the young directors. And I just saw like they were getting so much information, talking with these wonderful people, and. It was all these things I wondered about, but we never had classes or lessons on or never really talked about in school. And I, what really got me is that I loved how willing the directors were to give and to help. And that's not something that you have at every level, elementary, middle, high, and not something that you have with every you know, group. So that's what made me want to come is because I knew they would be mentoring and nurturing and, and help I me mean, help me learn. So would you guys say that the experience that you had met the expectations that you had or um, exceeded or no, we didn't, we didn't hit the mark? What would you? Oh man, it exceeded any expectation that I had. Uh, I, I, I just remember going, uh, thinking like, wow, just after the, the first day of the first two days, it's like, man, we got a, another like, three or four days of this and it's like so much information I'm just sitting here just thinking like it, it made me so excited for this upcoming school year because it's like I know what I'm doing now I have an idea I, I have a grasp uh, an actual grasp on this middle school band director thing you know um, so by far exceeded my expectations yeah it exceeded mine too I mean it's so much info so many resources um, things, notes, pages of notes, connections. I, I love it. The binder's so heavy. I just, I just love it so much. It exceeded my expectations a lot. Um, like I said, very apprehensive about coming, but really glad I came. Uh, was there any, any point that, you know, in one of the sessions or maybe even when you're directing or sitting there eating fried shrimp at lunch or whatever it was that you kind of had this, you know, aha moment or that that you know you, you had this moment where you were like that is really cool whatever was just shared or whatever just happened or whatever any anything like that happened with any of you uh marion here i think the biggest aha moment for me was just uh sitting at the dinner table just talking and you know telling people that you know i taught a title one school and you know we have to face different challenges and it's just nice to know that all the band directors that were sitting at the table, you know, said, you know, at one time or another, I've taught a Title I school, or I have taught at one, or I am teaching at one. 
And even Darcy Williams, she said, the band director from Texas at the middle school level, she even said that, you know, I taught at a Title I school. So it's just great to know that I'm not in it alone and that, you know, it's going to be a struggle, but eventually you are going to find your rhythm, your groove, and know how to make it work and can be very successful. So he, so Marion was talking about Darcy Williams, who's the one of the band directors at Styles Middle School in uh, Leander, Texas. I think it's outside of the Houston area, or Austin, I can't remember. But uh, she she's the one that um, has uh, started, she and her colleagues have started the After Sectionals podcast, uh, which has just got a lot of great information on it. And she also uh, is the one that um, has come up with the Teaching Rhythm Logically um, curriculum that she has now written out and, and shared that you can go to aftersectionals.com. Uh, i got to be careful what you say there. Um, and you can download um, that for a very reasonable price. And I think she also said that she's working on, uh, this summer is working on a, a beginner band how-to book um, that she uh, said that she probably would finish up here in a couple of weeks. And so we were really thankful for the opportunity we had to talk with her um, any other aha, you know? This is Sylvester. Um, getting off the podium scared me. And, and we discussed it and how effective it is. And so I just, whenever um, the directors came, the young directors came to see me, I did it. And I absolutely love it. I love conducting and rehearsing from the middle of the ensemble, which is what I did. And I even feel empowered. Hey, maybe I'll even try, you know, working with them from behind them and from seeing how that goes too. Um, there were so many aha moments that I had. Oh my gosh. Um, was one after another. Um, one was, uh, being a percussionist. Um, I definitely didn't have a good grasp on technique for my wind players and what to do, how to get them to produce sound. And I think the aha moment, um, it was after a couple of days um, it was maybe day three or four, and um, in the rehearsal, and I'm listening to Alicia, um, you know, start the band on each each rehearsal with so much time spending on technique, on breathing, and I think the aha moment was, you know, oh, that's what it is. That's this, it's all about the technique, all about the fundamentals, and. Something that, you know, I hear everybody say it, and I guess I, I, I'll be one of them, too. You know, at the beginning, I did not spend enough time on the fundamental stuff. And seeing it in practice, it's like, oh, wow, they actually mean that. Like, I really do need to spend so much time on the fundamentals, on the breathing, on posture, so that they have a good foundation to build on. And that was the, the biggest thing for me. And that's from uh, technique from classroom management, from all aspects. Just spending that time to lay a good foundation um, to make future success possible. So tell them real quickly about the, uh, how, how did, uh, what, what was that silly thing that Alicia did when, about the uh, posture, getting to make sure they were sitting up? Oh, <laughs> the posture. She, uh, <laughs> she uh, told everybody to sit on the edge of her seat and she said, I'm gonna take a walk. And she did. So uh, next thing you know, I look up and she's standing up 
She took off her uh, flip-flops. She has her bare feet walking on the chairs behind the students, and the, and the kids are sitting up. And, you know, they're still playing and whatnot, and I'm at the front of the room, so I'm just watching the kids' expressions as she steps on the <laughs> backs of their chairs and walks, makes her way through the arcs, and she steps down, and she makes it on the second row, and I'm just laughing, and the kids are like, oh, my gosh, she is really standing on my chair behind <laughs> me right now. It's They didn't want their crazy. fannies to get stepped on, did they? Right <laughs> All right, what about, um, let's see, what would you say would maybe be, you know, one or two highlights of the week? And you kind of addressed that some, but are there anything that just really stuck out that, you know, as somebody who may th- be thinking about coming and doing this in the future, you know, what, what's one of those things you're like, if for no other reason, come here for this, you know? And I know it's probably the food. <laughs> Actually, the food has been pretty good. I mean, the food here is um, excellent. So I don't mean to make fun of that. Uh, Mary here. I think the highlight for me was just the amount of time that you got to spend on the podium. Um, coming in, I thought it was going to be more of I was going to observe. Um, I work with Andre North, and I was thinking that I was just going to observe him, take some notes. Maybe get together one time, but no, it was. I, I got to warm them up. I got to do the warm-up piece. I got to conduct my piece for the concert. I got to make corrections. I thought that was just really good experience, and I really like how the kids were very receptive to it. Um, even when I wasn't on the podium, I walked around and listened to different sections, and I just love how the kids were just eager to just take in the information that you gave them. So I really... It was just like taking a conducting class from college and just personalizing it for you. Making it really practical because you had a bunch of middle yes. school kids that right there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's different when you conduct your uh, college yep. colleagues because they make good sounds on the instrument. Yeah. They're not generally talking. They understand how to fix mistakes. And, you know, when you have to get up there and do it with a bunch of middle school kids up there, I mean... If whatever they're able to do, it's a result of what you've told them, you know, and, and how well they've implemented that. Okay. Another highlight. Um, the Two. Highlight number one was the um, Andrew Washburn came and did this thing with mutes and just talking about, and he talked to us about brass and, and different things with that. Um, the He has this thing where he puts... The, the a mouthpiece, he, I think he turns it around the opposite way and puts the ping pong ball on the part that you blow into and he blows into it and makes the ping pong ball spin around and lie, then the one where he lies on his back and he can make the ping pong ball float um, and playing into the water bucket and those were cool for me because, you know, even my, my elementary kids when it comes to our singing um, in chorus, you know, they, they don't want to breathe. And these kids, they don't want to do breathing exercises. Like, uh, this is that weird stuff. Um, but they, uh, this is really something that I feel like will get the kids excited about breathing. And then my other highlight is um, Alicia Crutchlow on the back of the chairs. She did not make an announcement whenever we were in there. And so all of a sudden, she's just up there. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, posture is another thing. You know, sit up, stand up, do, 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 you know, they're always slouching. And I mean, they were up and they were, I mean, they were excited and they were very much aware of their posture at that moment. So those were my highlights. Sylvester Rodriguez. So uh, he mentioned um, Andy Washburn and Andy is the band director at uh, Kings Mountain 
high school, but he also sounded like he taught at all levels, so intermediate, middle school, and high school. So basically, he's in charge. He's his own feeder, uh, which is kind of neat. But he was here to talk to the campers, uh, and they had a, a mass brass sectional that we missed a little bit of. And then he has just invented and patented a new mute uh, for trumpet and, and has a, a prototype for the trombone now that basically takes the, uh, um, the characteristics of a harmon mute and a cup mute and puts it into one mute but that you can make adjustments to this mute to give you the different sounds you're looking for. Um, and the cool thing is it, it folds flat. You know, you, you unsnap it. It was, uh, there's either a leather um, version of this or a, a, a high durability vinyl and uh, clips right onto your bell with some plastic clips that aren't going to damage the instrument. And it was just uh, neat to hear him talk about the mute and the process he had to go through to get that patented. And then we uh, went up and talked to him afterwards, and he did his brass sectional again for us. Um, and, you know, we were actually interested because it was very, uh, as opposed to some of the kids might not have been as interested, but we were interested because it was great techniques to, uh, you know, to uh, try with your kids to see if, you know, this would be one way that the kid would finally get this one concept. And if you didn't get this, then let's try this one. If you didn't get that, let's try this one. And so it was, uh, so it was really neat to meet him and to get to hear from him about his uh, brass um, techniques. Anything that you had about the highlights? Anything other than what you've already said? Um, like I said, there's so many to, uh, to name, um, especially Andy. I'm seeing him uh, play into the... Uh, bucket of, 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 of water it was like whoa wow never thought of that <laughs> and that's something fun that the kids would enjoy that's something that'll definitely yield immediate uh, results so I was uh, excited about that and um, the instrument clinic um, getting a chance to really look at how to repair instruments uh, this year jumping into it you know instruments are going to break um, I knew that but uh, you know after week two of playing instruments, and then the kid walks up to me, um, my baritone isn't playing, and I'm like, oh, I knew this day was going to come. <laughs> Didn't know it was going to come so soon. And, you know, this, this this whole year, you know, talking with my music rep, you know, they're showing me how to fix little things. But, you know, really getting a chance to sit down and look at, all right, what do I need to fix these instruments? How, what, what do I need to look for? What, how, what breaks, how to fix it, you know? That's, that was amazing, just to get that chance. All right, so let's see. We've got a couple more questions here before we run out of time. What about, uh, what would be, you know, one new thing you learned, uh, whether it was a little golden nugget phrase that you're going to say or maybe it was a, a technique that you're going to use or some sort of new knowledge or skill um, that you think, I'm going to try this first. I'm going to go back to my kids and try this or when I get a band program, I'm gonna. This is I'm gonna try to make sure I do this because that was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, Sylvester speaking. Um, like I said, I don't know if I'll have an elementary band at my school, but um, even with my general music classes, I could implement um, Darcy Williams or Marilee Barella's approach. You know, making it appropriate for their ages and developmental levels. Um, and you know, it's cool having two, so I can decide which one works best for the kids. And um, you know, get the kids started off counting that way at a young age, at that elementary age, and, and even opening communications with the middle school director because as a K-5 now I'm feeding um, Sedgefield Middle School's program. So, you know, 
opening communications with them about what they would like the kids to know and things like that. So yeah, we uh, also had Marilee Barella talk to us this week, and she um, is a, a local professional and has has some band directing experience, but she um, teaches a lot of clarinet lessons down here in the Charleston area, and um, she also is um, goes and promotes her uncle Dan Leonard is his name. It pro- promotes his book um, that is also a another um, rhythm method where it's a logical method that's very sequential to uh, teach rhythm to your students um, in a way that makes sense and that doesn't leave a lot of holes and uh, so she came and shared that with us and we got a lot of practical experience with her showing us what she would say and how we would do it and what we're going to do with our hands and what we're going to do with our feet and how we're going to say the words that are going to come out of our mouth Um, just was good to get a real hands-on um, approach to that as well and uh, so that, again her name is Marilee Barella um, how about another uh, new skill or I'm going to implement this one soon well, Mary here I also like the rhythm um, system that Darcy Williams and Marilee Barella had showed us um, I think I've always taught rhythms and note values in my class you know we did sight reading examples but now I have a system that I can implement to teach it logically and sequentially. So, okay. mm-hmm. um, DeAndre over here. Um, one thing that I really loved was uh, Mason Mumford uh, came in and explained how he does his jumpstart night, um, where um, the kids come in, um, they have their instruments, and their group, um, they, they get a chance to work with some of uh, guys that he's, he's hired um, to work with these students one-on-one so that the first time they open their case, it's with someone showing them step-by-step um, how to put it together, how to make their first sounds. Um, they get all of the first out of the way in a one-on-one setting. Um, I think he said each kid gets about 10-15 minutes with this um, one-on-one person to show them how to do it so that when they get back to class, you know, all of that, you know, this is how you do this is taken away. And for me, um, where some of my class are heterogeneous, where I have all these instruments here, you know, it makes it easy, you know, to work with two flute players while the rest of the class is, I have to, you know, make sure they're on, on task and not tearing up the place, um, while at the same time showing these two flute players how to put their instrument together and going here to the clarinets and here to the trumpets. Um, it, it takes that out of the way. So I'm definitely going to take that and, you know, tweak it a little bit to make it work f- for myself. Um, but that'll definitely take so much headache out of the in-class experience. So they, these kids really get a chance to, you know, know and um, really how to, how, how to do this and know the seriousness of it um, and get a chance to get that one-on-one help. Yeah, so we uh, we talked to Mason, and I know I've also... Uh, done similar clinics with um, uh, the Cario band and things where they they have a quick start night or a jump start whatever they want to call it and and uh, maybe it's right after school I think that's when Mason usually does his and Carrie usually does theirs in the evening I think and basically you bring in uh, a, a specialist or a, a local professional on each instrument or you could bring in band director friends and do a uh, uh, a service exchange where you know all right I'll come do your quick start if you come do mine that kind of thing. 
And uh, so there's a flute teacher, and there's an oboe teacher, and there's a clarinet teacher, and there's a saxophone teacher. And then these kids go with this person, and it's the first time the kids have even seen their instruments. And so they all they get all their little flutes, and they go right into the room with the flute teacher. And then there's usually uh, a student or two that are, you know, students that you can trust to be uh, helpers and leaders that are in there with the teacher so they can be in there helping making sure the kids are all doing it right because again if you've got eight flute players if you got you know one set of eyes looking at them it's one thing but if you got two or three sets of eyes helping them with that it's another and they usually take about have about an hour and a half session with these kids where they do all the beginning flute stuff with just the flute players and all the beginning trumpet stuff with just the trumpet players and and generally what what i've found in my experience and what Mason mentioned to us is, I mean, this saves you weeks of classroom time and weeks of headache of having to print out crossword puzzles and word searches and theory worksheets to try to keep everybody busy while you're working with just those two flutes. And, and again, it may not work in your situation, but would be certainly uh, something to, um, to think about. And uh, Mason is at Moultrie Middle School down here in the Charleston area. Well, uh, as we wrap it up, is this something you guys recommend to other young directors that are thinking about, you know, man, should I do that next year? Or, you know, or people that are even in college right now that you might still know that, you know, would this be something that you would say, you really should take a look at this, you know? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, there's so much that you don't get in college. Um, and not to bash it, but, you know, because you, you, you get a lot of, information in college but it's a whole nother story when it comes to practical and like applying it to to real life getting a chance to actually work with your clientele middle school students and getting a chance to hear from actual middle school directors who are actively in the field um i would absolutely recommend this i mean you know i've been coming and even observing and on my own time um, at this, in just at the camp before the track started. I mean, where else can you see multiple directors, have an amazing mentor like Christian Scott, you know, meet other conductors, network with people, get all these resources. Um, it's an invaluable experience that I would definitely recommend. Um, I would definitely recommend it. Um, it's just a great opportunity to, like, put what you learn into practice. So it's more like an application thing. And not only that, just being able to soak up valuable information and apply it to your own situation. So, yes. Yeah, I think, you know, it's just been a really fun week. It's been neat for me to see you guys um, from when you came in. And I only knew one of you at all. And um, then we had a chance to meet the other directors, and we kind of got the camp started. And then we met together for the first time, and, and we just said, here's what we're, here's what we're planning to do. And, and I think... Uh, you probably got a lot more information than you were expecting. You probably got a lot more practical experience doing what you're doing. There were probably things that you did in rehearsal. You're like, well, that didn't work so well. Um, but it was a, it was a safe environment. I mean, you know, the kids are here for summer camp to have a good time, and they seemed like they were pretty forgiving. And uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to have a concert this afternoon, and it's going to be great. And uh, so anyway, just hopefully you guys uh, had a little better picture now of what we did this week at the middle school director track at, at the music camp here. We're really thankful for Dr. Forrester and Dr. Holland for 
allowing us to, to do this and to run this track along with all the other things that are going on in the instrumental week here. And I uh, just look forward to doing this for several more years and, and uh, getting a chance to meet other young directors because I think as you'll if you listen to the podcast of, about that uh, where I interview the, the experienced directors, they're going to tell you probably that they learn just as much from these young guys as the young guys learn from them um, and just uh, it's been a really really fun week I hope you've enjoyed today's best practices chat I want to thank our guest for today if you have any follow-up questions for them I included their email in the chat description also a huge shout out to South Carolina composer Josh Hinkle for our cool background music thanks Josh we hope you keep writing great stuff for middle school band Join me again next time when we chat with another middle school band director about topics that interest you. If you have any suggestions for topics, please email me at mikeD at eastcooperbaptist.com.